podcasting service. Let me hit record real quick. Yeah, the, the fingerprints on your screen look like an entire landscape. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. Five, four, three, two, one. I think we're streaming. We, we still don't have the lights on. We got the finger what, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another well, un, an, another fabulously uncoordinated episode of Pleb <coughs> Broadcasting Service. We got to oh. People call me fabulously uncoordinated. That's a great title yeah. to be. I'm also fabulously uncoordinated. That's. Right. I asked for the lights and here's the lights. The let Lord, there be light. Let there be light. Yes. The Lord said, let there be light. So, um, this camera is probably going to fall down at some point during the show because it won't stay attached to the tripod. He's it's making new. Cameras fall is, it, down. is this is this the new one we just got? Yeah, because our camera broke last week. Great. Uh, and so now we have this webcam that doesn't have the screw on bit. That's perfect. We'll you know, figure it out. Version of hey, hey, folks! Listen, we we used to store our like mixing equipment on a trash can. Our very first episode, the mixer literally fell into the trash can. Like it wouldn't, it would be on par for PBS to have our our camera fall off and like start pointing at the roof of Pleb Lab in the middle of an episode. So, brought to you by the plebs. It's Pleb Lab. We're not fancy Woo! lab. We don't we don't buy fancy shit here. Look at this. You think this artwork was paid for? No, no, I did it for free. Great, she's lovely. She quit her fiat job and she's doing free art at Pleb Lab. This is the magic of Bitcoin, folks. You too can be an artist that is significantly underpaid for your work. It rocks. So tell us about it. How did you uh, How did you find yourself being a, a window artist? Um, I came to be a window artist because there were um, markers left out. How do you feel about me smashing the window out? This window? Uh-huh. You thinking about it? Yeah. What's your plan for the room? I need to, I need to get more money first, but like I'm thinking I'm going to smash that window out and turn it into like pleb cafe and just like yes. sling coffees from right here like a professional like coffee shop. Oh, so Espresso, you are uh, steamed milk. You may find yourself in need of a barista here in the coming days. I I need an artist so we might talk about that if if and when i smash out the window i will probably my my fiance baristas, ran a coffee shop so okay i was gonna say if she needs if, if we if we expand out the coffee enterprise that is pleb cafe yeah. and she needs a second you'll be i top still of haven't mind. Tried but we're hoping to just you know you haven't tried the i cold still haven't one? tried the cold brew well this one she had no hand in so it's probably not as good oh okay um but it's decent okay it's good to know anybody else what do you guys think about this round of cold brew Good. Not as good as yeah, great. Thanks. So, did you? Was it you? You're solo on this current batch. I was solo on this current batch. There mm. was uh, no Terra in town, and mm. uh, I also bought coffee that's probably best for like iced coffee. Iris, hush. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? So, uh, yeah, basically she wasn't in town and like the cold brew that I, well, the beans I used for this batch, they're probably actually better off for like making ice coffee. So like brewing it hot and then pouring it over ice. Yeah. But I don't have the equipment or like energy capacity to like make that happen. So I just, <gasps> I went with the simple cold brew process. Doug! What are you doing, Iris? 
Come here, dog. And this is how the camera I, definitely falls off the stand. I is gave her a dog a out in out in the open. I tried to give her pats on the head earlier, but she just licked me. Uh, Iris will eat the food if you allow her, which Come we won't on. allow her because she's not allowed to eat the food. Ladies and gentlemen, we should uh, probably have our dog do a word from our sponsors. Iris, tell the crowd about why you love Voltage. Hmm? Huh? Do you know why you love Voltage? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Tell yeah, tell yeah, yeah. Say, say, in dog, she's saying because they're a great infrastructure company that is always up, always running, and supporting the devs who are building cool shit in Bitcoin. Huh, Iris? Is that what you said? Is that what you said? I think that's what you said. All right, get done. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, did, did we get a did we get a banner up for that or do I need to do an official one with a banner? Yeah, he's We had a banner, dude. We, my producer is on his shit today. He's not dying in the bathroom from eating a blue chip. So we're rocking and we're rolling. I watched But that again, stream. thanks our sponsors, Voltage. Guys, if you're out there, if you're building on Bitcoin, if you're building on Lightning, you should probably be building on Voltage. Uh, pretty much everybody we work with at Plub Lab has, has had some level of interaction with Voltage. They've been great uh, as far as like supporting the community, both financially and through their actual product and service. We got a few naysayers in the crowd, but that's okay. I'm not a naysayer, I just haven't used it. Oh, you've come around. Great. Never mind. We have no naysayers. Voltage is well loved by everyone in Pueblo. We're just a crowd of contrarians, so. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to be. That's true. So what's new with you? I mean, Um, you quit your fiat job. Why? I did quit my fiat job because it was fiat. It was fiat. It was fiat. I'm no longer a flower girl, but I still can uh, can make a flower crown. Is what what you were a flower girl? What'd um, you do? Yeah, I was a florist. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was a florist in my past. No way. Yeah. In the in war, were you a war? Florist? No, I was a six-year-old through like. Nine-year-old florist. My just, grandmother just owned the a flower shop, oh, okay. and uh, I spent a lot of my youth there. That's fun. Yeah. Was it fun? It was great. I love. I made a lot of money, and I made really beautiful plant life. They creations. all have, you know, like different smells. It's a very like sensual experience, wouldn't you say? It is. Yeah. I still like every once in a while. I still smell smells that remind me of the yeah. years of the flower shop. Yeah. Actually, I have a bar of soap at home right now that reminds me of the flower shop. Wow. It's very sensual. It's a sensual bar of soap, tying me back to my sensual days at the flower shop with my grandma. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, the next thing I'm what I'm moving. Come on, on up, to, John, and we'll uh, we'll talk about rub a dub dub. One thing I am moving on to, which I'll mention. Hey, we got the. Pss. Who's that from? It's been mentioned. It's a warm beer. That's the, that one's for you, away slice. Warm beer after beefsteak, except this one's a warm beer before beefsteak. Okay, John. All right, I want to vote. Are John's we allowed to call here. tonight beefsteak, or is this an upscale pleb steak? I feel like beefsteak is like I, I don't feel like I'm deserving of calling my That's thing beefsteak. That's a fancy that feels, thing. Yeah. It just feels like I'll never live up to that expectation. Although Josh told me last night, he said you got this. Like, That's nice. I told him I was gonna try and do him justice, and he was like, you got this, but. He believes in you. Yeah, I don't. So I'm glad someone does. <laughs> I've actually got very little experience on a grill. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm a heavy a oven walk. and cast iron. I do. I love my wok. Yeah. I don't totally. cook a lot of beef in the wok, though. What do you cook in there? Pork? Uh, honestly, my favorite thing to cook in the wok is eggs. 
eggs in the wok. Like Dude, I use a. I'm, I'm, I'm a. I'm a cast iron maximalist. My wok is cast iron, so I have a cast iron wok. It's great for cooking eggs. It's like my favorite. If you aren't making scrambled eggs in a wok, you aren't making good scrambled eggs. So, fight me. Is it true that? Can argue with that. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of things that haven't come to fruition. <laughs> I think Carr basically. I, I think it was we were talking about tacos, and here's Kyle ugly. A great yeah, cook, there, by you the way. Oh, there you go. And I see. I was so rude. I told him ugly it was coming on the screen, and he came in and said nice things. I love you too, Tristan. Hey, you know, speaking of things we have talked about and coming to it fruition or not, one thing that is coming to fruition is pleb crafts. Pleb crafts. Yes, pleb, pleb crafts. Ladies and gentlemen, our local fold residence wife, Jana, is doing pleb crafts. And we're doing that next weekend we're doing that next weekend yes not this saturday but the next at the same time that we're doing the workshop upstairs correct yeah that's the game plan yeah i think it's a great idea i think there's a lot of people that are uh, out there that are interested in doing fun things while other people are doing technical education work things right i think it's great i hope it goes really well because i i want to do some stuff in the backyard too i want to do like a I want to do like a coffee tasting. I want to teach people how to drink coffee properly. I think that'd be a cool class. Taste all the notes. Yeah. No, but I think it's a, I think, you know, it's like a good way to kind of like, you come here for the workshop, you get some knowledge, but then you also get to like work with your hands, take something home, a little bit more of a tactile experience, which also gives you feedback. And it's a good all around experience that way. Cause I come from the library. I worked in the libraries for a long time. Yes, you have to be quiet. But what I learned about events at the library is like, give some info and then give away for it that info to be useful immediately so you don't forget it. So it has some permanence mm -hmm. in your mind. I think that's what Plebcrafts can do. Well, I'm looking forward to finding out. <laughs> What'd I, what, you say? What is the date for that? That's a lasting impression eight, and you get eight, a folks. souvenir that you made. I think it's cool to make things. I like making things. I'm, I'm yeah. speaking of making things. like everybody's, I think at least most of you have probably seen the like six month project that was supposed to be a conference desk that has now become my kitchen table. Oh, so I'm like torn between like spending. No, I built it myself oh, from that was Home yours. Depot. Wood. Okay. So I'm like at the point where I think the, the legs for the table, the plan I have is to like actually just use like a tree stump, like like a portion of a tree with like bark and everything still on it. Um, yeah, just one central leg, just like an actual tree stump in the center of the table. Um, Iris, but the yeah, I think it would look really good with what we already have going on, which hasn't been updated in a while, but. I'm torn between just like calling this like company in Austin that does business with the city that like takes fallen trees and like repurposes it for business and like trying to get them to just sell me the stump or just spending the money and buying a chainsaw and just going to get my stump myself get and then stump. having a tool or a toy or a toy slash tool for a future chainsaw. use. Chainsaw sounds more fun. The chainsaw does sound more fun. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like I get, it's probably almost the same amount of money, 
as just buying the table leg that would be a piece of log. But when I'm done with the table, then I also still have a chainsaw. Excuse me. I'm always in the market for some left alone wood. I have. Can I go hike in the green belt with a chainsaw? I was actually looking at the trail this morning for the green belt. No, until you do, until someone is, and then it's like, what? It's like some chainsaw massacre shit. There's like a guy with no sleeves and a chainsaw. That probably does make it much better. Just wear a plaid button up, and they're like, oh, that's your job. Yeah, yeah. You think so? I don't know, man. That's a tall order. All right, I'm going to leave you. Well, thanks for joining me. Yep. Where's D? D's. Oh, did she? Okay. Did she leave? No. Okay. Iris wants my. I yes. Taco. Hey. She's like, "Where's it going?" You, you um, get no tacos. What questions did you have for D? Well, I want the answers from Dee. I don't know that you can answer the questions I have. I'm her authorized delegate. Great. How's things going at UT? Uh, they're going really well. Um, the classes are well attended, and the students are learning lots. They're discussing in the Discord channel the things we taught them. And um, uh, I'm a girl. Well, very, very, very pretty. I don't know what else Dee would say. I don't <laughs> How do you how do you feel about uh, having become a UT professor? Um, it's great. Uh, people call me Professor D when I'm there. The dog's about to knock over the camera. Probably. Iris, back up. Back up. Good girl. Go back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. That ass up, girls. She's learning. On, she's still only six months old. She's like as tall as the desk, but still only six months old. Like she's gonna be monstrous. It, it looks like uh, it has gone so well that I think they will ask us back for a second, um, like to to make this a real a normal Leave a regular it. course. That's great. I think because um, that was kind of what we were hoping for. So I guess the professor was saying you just need to get at the end of year like st like student rating. Yeah. You just need to get good or better. And then it will go from this semester is, uh, I guess, honestly, for those of you listening, I, I don't know if we've talked about this much, but Pleb Lab kind of worked behind the scenes with a couple of people to uh, relaunch a Bitcoin only class at the University of Texas, Austin, D, Super, and our friend Topher. I'm, I'm D right now. So Great. D, D, Super. Super. And someone uh, else. Super identifies as D, so it's like it's uh, Super plus plus. Um, no, no, no. Super, super plus plus. D double plus good. D plus super. I don't know. It's anyway. So we launched the class up at UT, and that's kind of what we're talking about now. Is just like how the process of like launching a Bitcoin only class back at UT is going, and uh, hopefully, what the potential for launching it next semester for like a wider audience, because I believe this semester, the class that you guys are teaching is post-grad, correct? It's people who have already graduated, mm -hmm. sometimes like working careers, but are like looking to further their education. Yeah, they all have jobs. Cool. They all have jobs, but they want to know how to do Bitcoin stuff. Um, some of them want to do this for their jobs. Some of them are just curious. 
Um, but it's great. And uh, I think that because it is so well attended and well received, uh, they will renew it for another. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. We'll because see. if, uh, no if they renew it, from what I understand, is it'll be renewed for more than just postgrad. If if it actually goes into a second semester, then there's a likelihood that we could actually get this class launched for undergrad as well and make it available for the entire school as an actual curriculum. Like a, yeah, yeah. Which it's already accredited course. But I was about to say we could get it into accredited course, but it already is. Right. So, but what we can, if we can get it into an accredited course that's available to the entire student body. And then it does well from there. Then I think the next step is that we get a second and a third accredited course, and we start trying to make like an, an entirely Bitcoin-focused education at UT, which would be awesome. I mean, it touches everything. So you could launch classes in the economics department. You could launch classes in the humanities department. You could launch classes in the actual engineering department. There's, I, there's a possibility to get at least an associate's degree focused entirely on Bitcoin, in my opinion. Rah, rah, rah. I don't know what girls say when they're happy. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> Welcome to Plub Lab, folks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's cool. I guess that basically covers most of my questions around UT. Do you have it? I can go get Super if you want to ask him about stuff that he's done lately. Sure, bring on Super. I thought you were just going to spin around in a circle. But <laughs> that would have been cool, went, too. went all the way. Hi. Uh, Hello. I want Brill back. Brill? <laughs> yeah, what happened? What did you do with Brill? But Brill, uh, she didn't attend. I don't, she Who's didn't Brill? come to this event. Brill who? Brill Satan? Uh, huh? You're never in the same room together. We were both, we were both at um, uh, Bitcoin, well, Bit, uh, the, the BitDevs before... We were, at the, we were at the same event, the two of us were. Yeah. I'm just saying, I've never been in the same room as Batman. Just keep that in mind. What? <laughs> no, because then he would have been in the same room as Batman. Um, Are you saying I'm short? Apparently. You're not pretty tall. But he, uh, you're not pretty or tall. Oh, shots have been fired, folks. Membership neg negate. No. Okay, thanks. What? What's up? I was not there, but I feel like everyone else was supposedly there. It was great. ABDC. What? We got more goodie bags, and I think the format changed a little bit, but not much. Did uh, any? I mean, I guess the My big takeaway part. I was. In, filled in on was that like there were two people that were like pretty significant like serious bitcoiners but that had no idea there were any of the meetups going on or knew about a meetup but it wasn't the meetup for them until there was the design club meetup at which i've been saying for a while to both keon and car i think that there's like a ton of room for niching down even further into meetups and other things because i think there's a ton of bitcoiners i'd be willing to wager a bet that there's a ton of bitcoiners in the greater city area that still have no idea that they live in the mecca of bitcoin so i mean it's only two people but i think to a degree it validates that belief system that there are people out there that we haven't reached yet and we should be trying to to get a hold of them 
Yeah, my favorite part was this guy they brought up as a teacher from the 90s. Sorry, that was very grammatically oddly. So was that. Um, <laughs> there was a teacher in the 90s uh, who taught art, and they brought him in to teach us what he taught people back when he was a professor in the 90s in, the co in college. And it was pretty cool. It was a little bit different from what we probably get taught today in design stuff. Um, but he, like, he brought in line drawings, uh, and he showed us different design principles that he used to teach. And it was, that was probably my favorite part. Um, they went over a lot of news uh, in, the in the Bitcoin design space, updates to the Bitcoin design guide. And uh, they went over some principles of design and showed, like, uh, it seems like every month they pick a few things that they want to focus on as, like, design gotchas and then how to solve for those. And they kind of go over examples. And it's really neat. And they, they did that. So, yeah, it was great. Glad to hear. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's what this was number two. Yeah, every other month. So it's definitely. Do you, do you feel like the long gap between them is appropriate, or could we use even more of them? Like, is it, it should it be a once monthly, or is every other month good? I I would like it to be once a month, but uh, I there you understand have it. that Paul, there are personnel issues. Sahil and Car, ABDC needs to be monthly. I mean, Carr advertised it as twice monthly, thinking he was saying every other month. So, it would, if if it became bi monthly, monthly it's like great. All right, we're doing this twice a month. If it became monthly, it would still be every other month as well, because because <laughs> you can't do every month without doing every other month too. Yes, thank you. Uh, okay, so redirecting from that, workshops are a thing. I guess you started them, huh, Super? Well, maybe you didn't start the them. You started them with Car, but you were yeah. the first teacher. Yeah, the workshops are going great. We've got another one on tomorrow uh, called Build Your First Mobile App, I think. Is it? Build Your build First, your Lightning, first app? Lightning App with Christopher David uh, from Arcade City. He's going to show us how to build a React Native mobile app and integrate a Lightning Wallet into it, which is amazing. So look forward to that. You should all come here on Saturday at noon to see that. What do you guys think about the workshops? Most of you have been to most of them, right? Is the space up here going to out? Is it going to? Are we going to run, run out of room up here for? I think there's a way we could like reorganize. I'm hoping with the eight more desks that I just ordered <clears throat> and chairs. Thank you, sir. I think the other thing that we can do is. Just in such language. Yeah, I know. He's so angry. He's such. Look, he was such a timid little boy when I met him, and now he's just like such an angry, angry, whatever you call that creature. So goblin. Yeah, goblin. There's the good word for it. But um, no, I think the idea that I have is that like with this next round of desks, I will take that advice. We'll put some wheels on it. I'm looking to try and find wheels to like replace the ones that got tossed from the first round of desks. But I think we'll move. Yeah, they came with wheels, didn't they? They did. I think what we will do is like try. I, so we have dedicated desks and hot desks, right? I think I'm going to make this section hot desk only so that there's never anybody's stuff on it. And then like in there and on the other side can be dedicated desks. That way, even when we have to move stuff around out here, it's easier to do. Um, so all the desks that I just ordered that will go over here will have wheels and they're also hand crank so there's no more electric cords to have to deal with for like motorized. So I think having that kind of thing going on in this particular space will make reorging it a bit easier. 
member stats? Like, like who, who's members. winning the race? Like, who's here the most often? What kind of stats are you looking for? Uh, yes. Enough that we need more desks. <laughs> uh, we got like five new people, I think. I don't, I mean, so I think I sent out seven invoices, and one of those invoices is for two people in an office. So eight, that would be eight people. And then we also have like a, a, a super test net FOSS resident. Um, chairman, FOSS chairman. FOSS, there it is. And then, um, and then we have the three found, we have the three founders. I did send you one. Uh-huh. They probably sent it to you through ZapRite, I, which just never works. The guy who runs ZapRite didn't get the ZapRite invoice. I'll, I'll double. Yeah, stupid application, honestly. Whoever built that should be fucking fired. It probably fired. goes into your, like, ZapRite folder. As you're assuming it's, like, a test or something. <laughs> you can do that, I assume. Sure. sure. But, um, yeah, no, so I, I sent out all the ZapRite invoices. Great platform, super easy to use. Um, accepting several different forms of currency. It seems like at this point, now that we've got the Bitcoin things kind of figured out for the most part, um, it seems like the, like the majority of the payments are probably coming through in Bitcoin. But to answer your question, sir, I think the stats are pretty good. We, two, four, six, we ordered 12 desks for like hot desk space. And on our busiest days, those are basically filled so it was time to order what did i order eight more desks so we'll be at a total of 25 desks in-house hopefully by like the end of next week at the latest which is pretty crazy i mean in month one we had eight members in month two we have a few more than that and in like the first week of month two i already have to order another eight desks. So I think things are scaling pretty well as far as membership stats go. Um, what do you think, Super? You, you enjoying the new workspace? Yeah, I was thinking about something entirely different. What were you talking about? Yes. Um, the new space, like it's, we've been here now six weeks? Man, we've two and, two, two and a half months? Damn, time flies. Has it really been two and a half months since we moved in here? Yeah, because we moved in here in August. Whoa. Uh, in July, I mean, we end of July and spend August, end of August September. into September. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, anyways, it, it does seem like a significant upgrade Sorry. from our little tiny, like, under the stairs, Harry Potter style office we had at Capital Factory. But at the same, at, yeah, you're a pleb, Harry. I'm a what? <laughs> Have you guys seen that video? I'm a what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a lizard, I'm, Harry. I'm a what? A wizard. If you guys haven't seen that YouTube video, just do your best to find it. You're a blizzard, Harry. It just, it just keeps going, and it just keeps going, and it gets more and more ridiculous. But it's literally like two. There's a lot it's of like, things in it. I don't know what's happening in that video. To be honest, it's like two like cartoon character stick figure animations, like having just this back and forth about Hagrid and Harry, and like Harry being a wizard and Harry being like, "I'm not a wizard, I'm Harry," and it's just like 
it just keeps escalating further and further into like violence where like this little like guy harry is just like i don't know who the fuck Listen you are but like, yeah. you're gonna go to hogwarts you get a fucking owl you get a wand and yeah that'll be that and you'll enjoy it it's it's I'm gonna fucking put my dick in the owl <laughs> Logan I don't has think I've clearly seen, the same seen video. that. He's clearly and seen that video seen. at least a couple of times because there's a lot of detail really memorized there. Anyways, um, what else are we supposed to talk about? I know there's there's normally a list. Gambling. We're supposed to talk about gambling. I don't think we're talking about gambling. Talking to the city. It I seems guess. like it. I've won three times. The last three times I've played it, I won. So uh, uh, it seems like it's rigged. Yeah. Do it. Learn script. I have a class on it. <laughs> by by my book. <laughs> I so it's probably not. It's probably not. It's probably supers just like gaming the system. Because if anybody could figure out how to like game the lottery and get away with it, it's super. Um, Aww, so sweet. Yeah, you're welcome. But, okay, so we've talked about a lot of things on the list. We got the workshop sort of thing, ABDC, plebcrafts, turkey eggs versus duck eggs. There's not much to say there. I, I got some duck eggs in New Mexico, or I'm sorry, turkey eggs in New Mexico. They're fucking huge if you've never seen a turkey egg. They make goose eggs and duck eggs look pretty small. Haven't tried them yet, though, so I, I will report back later. Duck eggs are smaller than normal eggs, aren't they? Duck eggs are bigger than chicken eggs. Oh. And turkey eggs are bigger than... Than duck eggs. I mean, it takes up like a pretty decent portion of my entire palm. I, it's it's a pretty big egg. It's it's probably that doesn't help at all. It's probably three. Okay. It's like three. It's got to be close to three chicken eggs worth of egg, would be my guess. Two and a half. Something like the that. The things you learn on PBS. You're, yeah, man. This is a this is a super factual and intellectual show we're doing here. Um, pleb steak. You're not coming to pleb steak, super. You no, never... time for me to get off because I'm not coming to pleb steak. All right, all right. Bring someone else up. I know Austin, who's coming to pleb steak. Well, there's one person coming to pleb steak. It's not that Zaprite guy. I need to get him up here too, so I can yell at him about his awful platform that doesn't send the owner any of the invoices. Uh, just went to my first beef steak. You were yeah. there How in was Nashville. It? Uh, it was amazing. Thoughts? I mean, more detail. <sighs> so, like, it's a it's a really cool community experience. I, I think that's what everyone says. Uh, but just the fact that you're like, like you're standing. There's a set of tables, like ten tables, and there's groups of people standing around them. There's no sitting, so you're standing around them. You're given an apron. And then there's just these huge plates of meat brought out, and you're just picking at it with the people next to you. So, yeah. So I feel like just there's a lot of little things in that in, in how it's run that made me think like, yeah, this is like intentionally pushing people to be like more intimate with each other and like really get to know each other. Um, I agree. It's a very it's a great word for it. It's like it's a very intimate event. Like it is very casual and laid back and everybody's just like wandering around the event space like having good conversation meeting new people catching up with old friends and then just like all of a sudden out of nowhere like boom here comes like eight people carrying like a bunch of plates of really delicious meat and it's just like hey whatever table you're close to with whoever you're with 
you just like end up at that table and you're just eating beef with the people you were kind of mingling with. And it happens so often that you kind of end up going from one table to another table to another table throughout the course of the event. Um, I really like it. I actually reached out to um, Josh about it to see if he would do it for my wedding. Yeah. Because I think it's a great, like because of the intimacy of it, I think it's a better wedding event than typical weddings. I always thought it was like really weird where like you're getting married and you're like trying to think about who gets along with who and who doesn't so that you can like put these like little placards on the table where it's like Mrs. Murphy sits next to Mr. Murphy sits next to the cousin that they get along with, but definitely keep Tina on the far side because no one likes her. It's like that seems ridiculous for like an event that's supposed to be about family and togetherness. So I think he could make a killing doing beefsteaks for weddings. If he ever got tired of doing beefsteaks for Bitcoiners. Which, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, if he does other work, I've never talked to him about it. I think. Yeah, there isn't an entire folks. If you're paying attention at home, our audience member just said, it's crazy that there's a whole Bitcoin economy now. Welcome to 2022. There is. Is it? Oh yeah, that's true. We're almost there. Is uh is is Josh? Is he like a master chef in his past life or something like that? Because I don't I mean, know where he got the idea. The food was it's so good. Like that was the best meat, best steak I've had. Uh, what was that? Which one was your favorite? <sighs> I mean, the ribeye yeah. is the ribeye, right? My, it's hard to say that the ribeye is the best though, because I always get to the ribeye full so it's like i'm by the time i get to the ribeye even though it's excellent it's so hard to put it at the best because i like i had like more emphasis for like desire in the earlier rounds the brisket for me the brisket this round was like that nashville brisket yeah like the mexican like red sauce and crema was it was was insane the ribs were pretty pretty good too yeah but the strip steak I really liked that because normally that's ex- uh, the Greek one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Normally that's a cut that I don't like. Like it's more, it's not as tender. Mm. Um, it's kind of it can be tough to eat, and like here, it's like presented to you in this format. These great sauces that just complement the realities of how that cut is, and doesn't try and hide it or overcook it or over soften it or anything like that. And so I was, I was really impressed with that one, but just. Overall, amazing event, like our whole trip down to Nashville. I'm sure, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but like it was, you know, a huge game changer for me in a lot of ways. And um, what they've got down there in Nashville is something special, but they don't have, they don't have the developers. We got the developers though. Yeah, it'll be, I'll be curious to see like what kind of directions they take over the next couple months. Like they've from, I wasn't there when Carr went the first time, but from what I understand, like from the last time he was there to this time, like there was like a ton of progress with the space and the way that it's orged and like the things that they're capable of doing and people that are there. So it's like really cool to see that other places are spawning up similar-ish things to like Pleb Lab, where it's like kind of trying to create a space for Bitcoin people to get together and do things. But it will be interesting to see if like they take a developer approach or if there's like a different community there that they're trying to start catering to. Um, 
I think so. I mean, you kind of, you, you lean into your advantages, you lean into what edge you have in your environment already. And they have a lot of influential people in Bitcoin over yep. there, but it's less like, uh, well, they are builders, but they're, they're built not like non-technical builders for the most part. Like all the Bitcoin magazine people are over there. Like lots of people that do podcasts and have a lot of influence, have a lot of connections. And yeah. so you kind of lean into that. And like we were saying, as kind of analogy, it feels like um, Nashville is becoming like the DC yeah, of the Bitcoin community. And Bitcoin then we're diplomacy. more like the Silicon Valley uh, type of vibe. And so that's interesting. So like if we just like redo everything and we move towards like city states that are kind of more disconnected from the global empire that is the us of a then we could imagine that like the bitcoin capital if you will even though we are kind of the mecca the bitcoin capital would actually maybe be nashville yeah maybe i mean yeah like i don't know my uh shame shame my guy Parker up here would would say different, and I don't know. Ah, uh, you know what got, though? Parker talked a big game about running for mayor, and I don't see him running for mayor. So that's true. Um. Yeah, they, they don't. They have the. They have the. They have. They have the Parthenon. Does that? Yes. Um. But yeah, you know, it's it's different. It's different scenes. It's different ecosystems. It will be fascinating, in my opinion, to just watch how all of these different spaces kind of evolve over the next couple of months because there's a ton of them. And like, uh, we talked about it a little bit in Nashville. There's like the the one they launched in Tel Aviv. Uh, I know a guy who launched an initiative that he calls Bob, building on Bitcoin in Bangkok, Thailand. They launched a space. They did like a mining thing there. Um, they've got like a liquor license, so they're like doing some cool stuff in Bangkok. Uh, obviously, Nashville's big. There's the electric money terminus labs in yeah. Atlanta, uh, stoked for Atlanta. And just what, like, only down to like 11 days before it's time to go to TabConf. Who's going to TabConf? I don't know. We get I, we got to figure out what the plans are. I want to come. Uh, dude, honestly, I've been really torn personally with whether I should go to all of, there's like an event so often now that I feel like I'm constantly not in Austin and I'm like, I need to be in Austin and like focus on Austin and keep building in Austin. But then at the same time, it's like some of these events are like great networking events to like keep the thing growing in Austin. So it's kind of like a, it's a really fine line to walk to figure out what I should be at and what is maybe a waste of time. But I, I do think the the general idea that i've landed on is that if it's like focused mostly on like development of bitcoin and or developers that that's probably a conference i should go to so like tabconf is a natural fit for us adopting bitcoin is a pretty good fit for us um and then after that i don't think there's anything on the radar for a while so i'm, I'm hoping that that stays the case for a while so that after adopting bitcoin i can just come back to austin and and kind of push into the new year, like really staying in Austin, kind of getting hunkered in and kind of, you know what? Uh, it's a great question. The last I talked with them, we talked about speaking at adopting Bitcoin, but I haven't, we've kind of changed our internal game plan a little bit. So I need to send them an actual proposal for my involvement. I'm hoping to maybe get like 15 or 20 minutes and then just kind of 
enjoy the rest of it as what it already is. I was like, the reason I haven't sent them anything is because for a while I was like trying to really coordinate, maybe taking like five or six Plub Lab people down there and like really getting us involved. And it just, with the work we have to do here, it just became too much logistically with everything else that's going on to really get that done. So I think it's probably just going to be me at this point going to cool. Yeah. Something like that. Stay in Austin. Hashtag stay in Austin. <laughs> There's a lot of things these other cities don't have. We'll keep those under wraps. That's it's the charm of Austin. The other city, well, Pittsburgh my has my wife, so I guess that's, I could go to Pittsburgh, but my wife, cost of living's a lot lower. I, it's like, it's like one fourth the rent in Pittsburgh that it is for Austin. So just do like remote work. I can just call you guys like once a week from, from Pittsburgh and check in. Yeah, I'm sure Keon would love that. He'd be like, finally, I get him out of my office. Yeah. All <laughs> We got a comment. What? Is that Austin from Austin? That yeah, is. is not. Sure is. That's not Austin from Austin. Doxed. That sounds like Rod. Shouts out. We to don't Rod. shout out usernames here. We keep things nim. Don't. Why are you asking questions, sir? You're a fucking poor Bitcoiner. Right? <laughs> are, are you? That's a. That's an oxymoron. A poor Bitcoiner? Yeah. No, we're all having fun staying poor. That's true. Not right now, I guess. No, um, you're not having fun staying poor? Uh, well, I'm, I'm having, having fun, fun staying poor. not staying poor. Uh, <laughs> okay. I have fun sometimes being poor and then sometimes feeling like I'm not poor, but actually still being poor. And then I go back to having fun being poor. Yeah. <laughs> I think Super is having the most fun being poor. Though. Super is probably having the most fun being poor. He's having the most fun being the poorest. Yep, that's fair. Uh, yeah, you're right. He's, he's not here right he's, now. So he's wealthy in spirit. Yeah, that's true. Also, he won. He uh, won his own lottery. You know, three you're times, you know so. you're having fun staying poor when a hobo gives you money. It's like, it's like, dude, you, like those socks are looking pretty rough, my friend. Like, here's a dollar. Try and get that fixed. It's like, I don't know. He's probably. Crafting some back to work. 14 new project thing that he's going to launch later tonight that he started like eight minutes ago. So, you know, he's, yeah. he's not so good with socks, pretty good with building Bitcoin stuff. It's, it's all a balance, you know what I mean? Hey, look, at least he got some new sandals. It's like uh, I, was, I was really proud of him for getting new sandals. It was like it went from just like holes in the sandals to like the flip-flops were like extra flip-floppy. They just like literally... <laughs> fell off the bottom of his foot and he was like well i guess i have to buy new shoes now so it's funny because everybody tried to buy him new sandals for the longest time and he was just like no i don't these are just fine it's like okay. super is one of the only people i know that actually doesn't have a chair yeah uh, he couldn't even sell chairs for bitcoin because he never had any he lives in a tent in the middle of the strangest tent rv park next to santa claus's castle um yeah <laughs> good save <laughs> next to santa claus's castle that's true what if super just lives what in if, like a penthouse what if super what if <laughs> his tent is b bigger on the inside 
Tristan Tristan likes to cuddle if you want to invite him to your house. I I like my I like my Bitcoiners, what can I say? Yeah. Yeah, Tristan's always cuddling with himself, that turtleneck. Hey, listen, he can say whatever he wants to, but of all of the people at Beefsteak, he was the most touchy-feely without question. I think he came over. I, I lost I lost count after 10, but it was at least 10 times where he just came over and just, like, gave me these big puppy dog eyes and was just like, I love you, man. <laughs> and, like, went to give me another hug. <laughs> it was... A little bit of weed, a little bit of rum, and then the next thing you know, Tristan's trying to, he's trying to give me some tongue. He's just like. <laughs> that's messed up because you served him dinner, so. I, I, that's, he loved me a lot for serving the beef, I guess, since Tristan really enjoyed the beef. What else we got? If we don't have anything, I, I have a topic. Uh, that's everything on our list. Okay. What's the topic you've got? Pleb Lab. What's going on? How do we get the developers? What are we doing? Is it? I, I, I guess I was just thinking, and I don't remember who I was talking with yesterday, just thinking about Pleb Lab. Well, Tristan, we were talking about, well, yeah, just like the most bullish future for Pleb Lab, but it's also like, what is the pathway there? And for me, it seems like a majority of that, of what we need to do is get developers into Pleb Lab and being in, like around the Pleb Lab ecosystem. And it's like, you know, there's the, there's the developers that are newer, like me, who want to come here and learn and get, be a part of the mindshare. And then there's the people that, like, they want to build. They're ready to build something. And they want to be surrounded by people that, you know, can help them out, give them feedback, stuff like that. So it's just like growing that ecosystem because the more developers so, so we let's, get. Let's, let's, go past, let's go past the idea of, like, what it looks like idealistically. Uh-huh. What, it, what in your mind are the steps to accomplish those things? Like if we're like, if we're looking to get more people who are ready to build and more people who are ready to learn, like what are actionable steps that get us there? Well, I think uh, Tristan has a thought too. What do you think, Tristan? Okay, well, let me give my spiel first and then you can come up. Um, I think that on the, I kind of separate those two groups the developers that are ready to build, the developers that need to learn and be a part of a community. I think for the newer developers, we need to put out education and we need to let them know that the opportunity is here for them to come and just get involved and see what they can make happen and see who they can help out. Where, where do you think, I mean, online is an obvious answer. So like n neglecting online as an answer, like where are these people at? Where would we go about? finding the community of people that you're describing right now if we're not including the internet if we're not including the internet obviously we push to the internet to say hey i mean pleb lab's pretty online um maybe we could do even better with our media and relations there but like let's assume we're doing mostly what we can online where else can we be looking for these developers that you're describing right now yeah i mean if we don't have the internet that becomes a lot harder but then you look, we're in this tech ecosystem here in Austin. There's a ton of technical people, but a lot of them aren't going to be immediately attracted to the idea of building on Bitcoin, especially exclusively Bitcoin versus the other profitable ventures in a shit coinery. Um, what but you, you know, what, what, you, what we're what doing at UT. at UT? D plus plus. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they are sponging it up. So what, like, what, what have they done want? Two, two months now? Is there what, two to go? Three more. Okay, so let's, like, with the interest level that you're seeing from the class overall thus far, what would you say the percentage of possible people who would be interested in seeing something like Pleb Lab and participating in it might be? Ballpark, just guess. So like a career fair and then Pleb Lab could be a part of that, essentially. Sure. Yeah. So, but, okay. So, so bringing the Bitcoin, she's basically saying bringing the Bitcoin companies into a job fair type of setting because people like the students, they're wondering what, it, what are people actually looking for? Industry night. So this yeah. is your, your course now is currently um, post-grad. So what, like, do you have any idea sentiment for like how much of this population at like the post-grad level is like interested in looking at and getting like deeper involved in Bitcoin based on like, I mean, they took the class. So obviously there was some interest. Sure. So my job is a let's say then we we finish this postgrad class and it gets a good review and it pushes to undergrad. Uh, would you assume that undergrad students would be more likely to to like get more involved quickly based on the fact that they're not already in like gainfully employed, high paying jobs in tech? Sure. But I mean, the thesis for the opposing thought there has played out twice, maybe three times already at Pleb Lab where we've had junior guys come in who get themselves up to speed because they're passionate, dedicated, and free enough to do it. And they end up getting that job. Yeah, like all these guys that she just described are guys that are locked into six-figure salaries that are paying buku bucks plus bonuses to work at these cushy check jobs. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just trying to figure out how we, I'm not even thinking, I mean, I am thinking about Pleb Lab because I run Pleb Lab, but at the same time, it's just like his idea of like, how do we get more people into the ecosystem in general? I'm trying to find solutions to solve for, I think college kids, especially undergrad college kids, maybe like junior, senior level, the ones who are getting close to the end of the road, those are probably... Yeah. 
Pleb Lab internships? Pleb Lab internships. That's an idea. I think we could probably also help coordinate internships at other companies uh, as well. Yeah. I mean, we've got enough peer industry friends, so that'd be something to look into. Put that one in the back burner for a minute. That I mean, that's the one I'm really interested in. Right now, you're yeah. really touching on Pleb Labs' thesis, which is that like, obviously, all of those established companies they need more employees and I would love to get people who are looking for those employment positions into those roles. But I also think that like the healthiest Bitcoin ecosystem is a robust Bitcoin ecosystem, which is why we're so focused on accelerating Bitcoin startups. So yeah, I mean, that's another, we're not gonna have time to dive into all of this, but it's another area of, of like information. I'd love to get better clarity on where we can find the entrepreneurial people and that that one is i think harder to find than just people looking for employment like ut is likely going to push an overwhelming majority of people just looking to get a decent paying job um entrepreneurs they're just like they're everywhere but they don't like they tend to be kind of like loner kind of against the grain type so they don't tend to congregate in mass in a lot of locations really outside of bitcoin like i've conferences i guess it's probably some type of like entrepreneurial conference, but. That's, that's how Capital Factory kind of was. Like we would run into people and talk to them and they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm building this startup or that startup. And there's a little bit of that aspect, like you can run into someone at a bar here and like they might be building something. So, I mean, but, how do you take that information and turn it into practical, like usable information where you can actually start creating an appeal towards the hub of Bitcoin building? All right, there's our answer. So like, yeah. if somebody out there has a pot, bring it to Pleb Lab and anybody else, if you've got some honey, bring that to Pleb Lab and we're gonna get, get, all, of the, we're gonna get all the developers here with that. Yeah, I mean, I... Are we, are, are we doing that well now? We, I agree we could do better. So like, but it's also like, this is Pleb Lab is useful for Bitcoin founders. Sure. And like maybe the most useful thing that Pleb Lab can do for Bitcoin founders is giving them the connection to the network of people here and the network of investors that you all know, right? Like that's probably the biggest advantage. Um, but I think that like talking about the undergrad age people, like, a lot of young people like it's more and more popular to have uh to want to create your own company and want to be an entrepreneur like lots of people want to do it sure but they often end up in a position where they feel like they don't have the opportunity or they're not the right person like i definitely felt like that but then coming here and working in pleb lab and being in this environment like it'll have you feeling the opposite once you meet the people that started companies here and the stories of those people here it's kind of like well I have no, there's no excuse why I can't do it. 
Um, and I think for the younger people, like, yeah, that's what they're looking for is like that opportunity for growth. They're looking for like what industry or niche in, in software can is going to grow and can I be a part of? And then like maybe even what community or what company within that sure. ecosystem can I be a part of? I mean, oh, I, God. that seems like a good place to wrap up this show. It's a lot of like <laughs> really good food for thoughts. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's great to hear that things are pushing forward. I love seeing how fast and, and like effectively everyone here has grown over the past year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's still a lot of work left to be done. And that's that's probably like a good place to, to call it a day is um, never stop grinding. Fix the money, fix the world. We got we got a lot of work to do, yeah, folks. Do you think yeah. you have the same idea to, to find each other? Yeah, I I definitely believe that's true. Uh, a lot of people, I th I think the the challenge is getting more people to find the idea. Because yeah. I, I think ideas are kind of universal. I think you've like, there's enough examples throughout history where like people reach the same idea at literally the exact same time. Got a few recent I think, examples. I think the idea, uh, I, 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 dude, it happens all the time, but that's what I'm saying is like, I think ideas actually, I think ideas come from a, like a different place that anybody can access, but if they're there, they're there. And I think the challenge we face now is like getting more people to get into the idea space and like find the the bitcoin section of the idea space and to really start exploring it more thoroughly and, and like how do you scale that up is a great question that we're definitely not going to answer today but you know who is trying to answer that our friends at voltage <laughs> they are a bitcoin lightning service provider building infrastructure for those who are building the application layer so if you're out there if you're a builder if you've watched this entire show and haven't come to Pleb Lab, fail. But if you've watched this entire show and haven't built on Voltage, I was, I was like, I got lost with Lightning. If you're, folks, if you're building on Lightning, build it on Voltage. Our friends out there are doing good stuff. They're up, they're running, they're taking care of the devs, they're taking care of the builders. And that's what we're all about here. So thank you, Voltage, as always, for being an excellent sponsor. Until next time. Stay humble, stack sats. Bullish on the pleb devs. Fuck yeah. yeah.